What's up, everybody? It's Phil the Voice, your pastor here at Nations Church, Los Angeles. I'm so excited that you've come and you've taken time out of your schedule to join with us in this week's broadcast. I'm excited to share my sermon with you. So we just pray right now in Jesus' name that your life is transformed. We declare and decree healing, transformation, and life change in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get into the sermon as I keep it real with God and I keep it real with you. blessing it is to read God's word. Sing, O barren one, who did not bear. Break forth into singing. Cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married. Amen. Amen. We've been talking about how now is the time. And there's a really beautiful presentation in the scripture here. And there's some information that the Lord is giving us through the study of Isaiah 54 that sheds light on us in our times, in our now, in our here and now. Amen. Somebody hit your neighbor and say, neighbor. Come on, do it. Say, neighbor. Come on, you can do better than that. Hit, hit him a little harder. Say, neighbor. God has something to say about your here and now. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Bible teaches us that there were men in the Bible named, uh, that, that they, were, they were the men of Issachar. They were, they, they were a wonderful group. Did anybody remember about them? The men of Issachar. And the Bible says they knew the times, watch, and they knew what to do. Amen. So God wants you to be a person who is aware of the times that you live in and you know what to do. Look up here with me if you would. Would you for a second? Look up here. We're talking about now is the time, right? Can I hear an amen? It says to abide and pray. Now is the time for one day blessings and turnarounds. Now is the time for dreams to come true. Now is the time to come to the table to make a presentation, amen, in this, in this environment we live in. Now is the time to work the harvest. Now is the time to give first fruits. Now is the time for the Great Commission. We have all of these times that we believe have now come together, these different assignments, rather, that have come together to be accomplished in this now season. Amen? Come on, you got to talk to me. Amen. Amen. Remember, you go to a Pentecostal church, we got to talk to each other. It brings humility. It brings oneness. It brings breakthrough. It brings receptivity. Amen? And so as we're talking about these concepts of now is the time, these different elements that now is your time to be presented in the greater marketplace. Now is the time for you to walk in the fullness of breakthrough. When we're talking about all these different manifestations, in essence, the time for radical favor, the time for abundant life, all these beautiful things. We have to be people that, in order to say things like that, have an awareness of the times that we live in. That we have this sensing, a spiritual sensing, this sort of clear sort of voice of the Lord that is speaking. So today, when I talk, what I want to talk to you about is, now is the time to sing. Somebody say sing. Isaiah 54 says, sing, O barren one, you who have not bore. Cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. See, we are called by the scriptures of God to sing and to cry out in order to see the fullness of God's purposes manifested in our life. Some of us have been through times and seasons where we're able to understand this is a unique time I live in, but we have not taken that time out 
to sing and cry out. I want to encourage you, if you have not cried out and sung to the Lord in obedience to Isaiah 54, you need to. It's your season to. Matter of fact, your harvest is tied to your obedience to this passage. God has been bringing us prophetically through a time frame where God is speaking and telling us to sing out. Can I hear an amen? Listen, I want to encourage you that some of you are closer than you've ever been to your breakthrough. So much closer than you could ever imagine. When we say spiritual breakthrough, what we're referring to is the fulfillment of a prophet of a prophetic um, uh, of a prophetic timeline. In other words, a time frame that you've been going through from the declaration of God to you. He's told you he's going to do something, and there's time frame that is the time frame that has went on, and you're coming into that time of fruition or manifestation. And I believe it's almost like this little cartoon I saw. It's like the guy, he's digging in a tunnel, digging in a tunnel, digging in a tunnel, trying to get to these gems, right? And he's digging and digging, and you see this very long tunnel, right? And then you see that he has quit digging, turned around and looks very depressed and he's walking away. But unbeknownst to him, he doesn't realize he's just a fraction of an inch away from hitting that breakthrough that he was waiting for. Can I hear an amen? Now then there's another fella who's working, it's a similar picture of the same fella, and he's working super hard and he just barely started that tunnel. I'm telling you today, you haven't just started your tunnel. You are this close to breakthrough. That son that God said he's going to bring home in Jesus' name, he's going to bring him home. Can I hear an amen? Come on, let me hear an amen. And I'm telling you, that, that financial blessing that you're waiting for, you fasted, you've prayed, you've given, you've given your first fruits, you've given your tithe, your offering, you've been faithful, and you're waiting. Because the book of Malachi says, give your first fruits and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and bless you in a way that you cannot even comprehend. Can I hear an amen? But you've given and you're somewhere on that prophetic timeline between the obedient act, the wait, and the manifestation. Does anybody, can anybody relate to that in this house today? Let me hear you say amen. All right. Well, I'm telling you today, do not give up because God is going to bring the breakthrough. Some of you have been waiting for that breakthrough. I'm telling you, it is here. It is so close. God is bringing it. It is so close. All you got to do is keep on doing the last thing God told you to do. Can I hear an amen? I told this story before. It's one of the most wonderful things that's ever been told to me. And as I was coming in to my pastorate position, I heard some young buck preacher use the term the other day. I said, you must have been watching my YouTubes, amen? And I was sitting at, a, at an annual retreat for the Assemblies of God ministers, and I stood before George Wood, the head of the, of the International Assemblies of God, and I told him about my heart to be a pastor and to plant churches, and I, it was before I came here to be the senior pastor. I had just stepped away for a brief while I was a youth pastor, and then they were going through this whole hiring process to bring in the senior pastor. And I wasn't sure what was gonna happen in the beginning, but then the Lord began to speak to me. And it was somewhere around the timeline, okay, where I was a little bit confused. And you know, there's those moments where we need some clarity and confirmation from God. Can I hear an amen? And so I was praying, and I remember George Wood took time to talk to me, and he said, listen, Phil, just do the last thing God told you to do. Hello? Do you know the best thing you can do to move towards your dream and to move toward your manifestation, your season, your now season, oh men of, and women of Issachar, is this. Do the last thing God told you to do. Do the last thing. I need a breakthrough in my marriage. Well, are you doing the last thing God told you to do? Are you still going to therapy? Are you still going to Bible study? Are you still up in the morning reading your word? Are you still doing the last thing God told you to do? Hello, come on, talk to me today, amen? If you, believe, if you believe what I'm saying, let me hear you say amen. Good, that's an encouragement to each other. Now listen to this. 
You must do the last thing that the Lord has asked you to do. Your life depends on it, beloved. Obedience is what bears fruit. Jesus said, I will do nothing apart from the Father. The Father sent the Son to the earth. Jesus obeyed. The Father sent the Son to the cross. Jesus obeyed. And every time there's obedience in the life of a child of God, there is breakthrough and there is fruitfulness. Can I hear an amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you today. You might be standing before what seems to you an endless journey toward breakthrough. An endless journey toward the manifestation of the promises of God. I'm going to tell you, stop complaining. Stop wondering if God loves you. Stop wondering if he's still for you. God is for you. Maybe you're believing for someone close to you to come back to Jesus. Well, you live holy. You do the last thing God asks you to do. You stand in the gap for them. You represent the love of Jesus to them. And I'm telling you, you if you are faithful to God, he will be faithful to you. Amen. He will be faithful to you. I want to I want to tell you just a quick story. Recently, I had uh, I had lost my cell phone. Anybody ever lose their cell phone before? Yeah. Don't just look at me. Come on. You ever lose your cell phone before? Come on. Uh, problem is I lose mine once a week, along with my keys. They just they disappear into the oblivion, and I'm like, where'd I put them? So as I'm worrying about other things and doing other tasks, I just throw them aside and. The Lord always has to help me find them. And I was running around the house trying to find my phone. And Pastor Mel, my beautiful wife, she said, you know what, Phil? Um, why don't you just, uh, why don't you look at the last place you were? So I started looking there. And I always hate that because I'm like, what's the last place I was? I'm always, <laughs> always somewhere. I forget, you know? That's the whole thing. But anyways, that's just the way I think. And so we're looking and looking. And she takes off, goes to the store. And I'm looking. And now I'm, I'm burning daylight. There's a few things I hate doing more than wasting my time. Do you, can, I, can anybody relate to that? I do not like to waste time. I live with the sense of urgency in my life. This is the way God has created me. I do not like to waste time, or, or if I have to tell someone five different times to do the same thing, I'm done. I'll give you once, I'll give you twice, I'll give you three maybe, and that's it. I, I quickly will find a new job for you. Can I hear an amen? Listen, if my life is a gift from God, I need to teach you, be patient with you, and then expect you to do the same thing that I would anybody else. Fulfill that, that expectation. Can I hear an amen? If not, there's probably a different ministry. God, it's not that I'm done with a friend. I'm just done. I need to get access. I need to get some stuff done. I'm wasting time. I'm about an hour into searching for my phone. And then Pastor Mel comes back from the, from the store. And she goes, are you still looking for your phone? And I said, yes, dear. I learned a lot since I've been married. I said, yes, dear. Yes, I, I am looking for my phone. And so she goes, well, why don't we just use this app on my phone? And this is an app. It's an application. It's a little program. And you can look around on your phone, and you can press a button or two. And then it will cause, if your phones are on the same account, you can press this button, and, and you can hear this little ping, ping. And it's a find your phone feature. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I, I was like, why didn't we do this before? You know, because she was gone and whatever was going on. And I thought I was going to find it. You know, you're just searching. You think you're going to find it. And every 10 seconds, I'm going to find it. I'm gonna, I couldn't find it. The irony was at one point she presses that button and I hear bing and it's in the same room as me. And I'm like, I'm close. I'm so close. I just can't see it. Do you know what I'm saying? I was so close, and now I'm searching because not only do I hear it, 
but I feel a vibration. I feel this thing moving and I'm like, okay, so my phone's down there and I feel something and I, and I, and I even begin to see some light. Do you hear what I'm saying? But I don't see my, I don't see my phone. And I believe that some of us are that close to our dream right now. Hear me, you're so close that, that, that God's hit the find my phone feature on your stuff. And you're sitting around like, I need to find my, but God promised me I was going to have this. Where did my stuff go? And hear me today. Some of us have went through seasons like Abraham did. He had to die to his dream. See, there's a season God will tell you, stop searching. Stop. Sit down. Anybody ever been there? Come on. God loved you enough to put you on pause. He lets you sit in the crock pot until you can maintain your own flame and get some flavor and get some richness. You know, people like crock pots. They just throw everything in it, but it's not going to be done in five minutes. It's not the microwave. Can I hear an amen? Or maybe you're cooking some chili on the stove. You got to turn that all the way down. Let that thing simmer for hours. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Hello. God doesn't work all the time and fast forward. Most time when he's developing character, most of the time he takes a slow cook process when it comes to your life. Come on. I know I'm preaching to somebody. Somebody hearing what I'm saying today. God has got me on this one. You are here today because you were meant to be here today. God had me wait three weeks before I could preach this sermon. He wants you here today. I'm telling you today. Some of you have been on that slow cook, and I'm telling you, you are so close, and God is taking you through a season of, of kind of that, that pause in your progress, but it wasn't to destroy you or to dishearten you. It was, not to, it was not by God ordained to discourage you or to cause you to despair, but it was something that God ordained so that you could be prepared for every good work. Listen, if you think you're ready before you're actually ready and you throw yourself into a situation prematurely, what you are in is not your dream. You're in danger. Hello. I'm going to say it again. If you place yourself in a position or a place of your own doing prematurely, you are not in your dream come true. You are in a place called danger. See, we, we have a name for this. It's called abortion. We have another name for this. It's called miscarriage. Sing, O barren one, you who have not born, cry aloud. You who did not bear for your children, cry out because you will have more children than those who have so many already in the land. Look, there's so much in this text, but what I want you to get is that premature births are more dangerous than natural full-term births. Can I hear an amen? And sometimes when we force things, things have these beautiful children, they're not ready to be out of the womb yet. Their lungs will not work properly. Their heart doesn't always, it hasn't fully formed. And it's not that that child wouldn't have been fully capable to exist outside of its mother's womb. It's that somebody forced this thing to happen. Do you know if a mother gets into a car accident or she has a heart attack, the body can kick itself into labor and that child can come prematurely. Hello, anybody know what I'm talking about? Let me hear you say, yeah. If that mother falls and takes a real bad fall, that, that baby can prematurely be processed and pushed through the womb and that child can come out well before it's time. I want to encourage you not to push for this thing in your life to happen too soon. See, God is never late. He's always on time. He's not a second late. He knows exactly what level of development you need to be at before he can bless you with 
Mr. Perfect. Hello? Because some of you are waiting for Mr. Perfect. And he knows exactly when it's time. You ever try to eat a really hard green banana? Not the ones that are a little green, the ones that are so green that they're hard. You ever had one of those? They're gross. They taste disgusting. It's, it's like trying to eat a raw potato. It's not normal. Do you know there's, some, there's a process that needs to happen before that banana is ripe and ready? Can I hear an amen? And so God's taking people on their journey, and you need to be able to walk out that journey and not try to prematurely produce fruit. Because if you produce it, beloved, hear this, you've produced it. And if God does it, then no one will be able to take the glory, and God will give you the best reward for your patience. The Bible says, listen, those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk in our faith. And we need to learn how to wait on God's timing, to not lean on our own understandings, to not try to figure it out according to our wisdom, our fear, our insecurity, to not compare ourselves into, uh, into a situation that gets us into a place where we're just now trying to compete. God wants us just to be ourselves, to be on our own time frame, and to fulfill our destiny. Hear me today. I want to give you three points today, three things taken from Isaiah 54 that will help us. There are three perspectives, hear me, that then also turn around and become three action points for us, okay? Three perspectives, three action points that will help us bear fruit in our now season. What is a now season? It is what the Bible refers to as a kairos moment. It's just a terminology that we say now is the time, but it's a, the Bible would call it a kairos moment, which means a window of opportunity. Anybody ever heard that term, a window of opportunity? It's taken from the Greek, kairos. And the thought is that God is the alpha and the omega. And when he says things are ready, he can redeem things from the past and set things up for the future and get your current season lined up. So some of us are like, hey, look, I lost my marriage. I thought I lost my opportunity to do anything for God. Or you know what, I fell into sin and I, and I, uh, I, I got some girl pregnant. And I just feel like, man, God can't use me anymore. No, the beautiful thing is that the Bible says that the gifts of God, the callings of God, hear me today, the gifts, the callings, another translation says the promises of God are given and never revoked. Hello, come on now. So if God promised you that you were gonna do something great for God, it doesn't matter that you messed up. It's just this, repent, change your heart, get focused with God, obey him, Follow these next three points that I'm gonna give you here in just a second and God will do what he promised. God, look, God's faithfulness is extending in our lives far beyond any place of our unfaithfulness. Where we are weak, scripture says, his strength is made perfect. Can I hear an amen? Some of you were in ministry in past seasons pursuing God's call and the devil got involved and something happened. So you not only renewed in the last season, you not only became more, but God's telling you now's your time to manifest. You not only were renewed in 2016, hear me, you not only became more and God grew you, the width and the breadth of your heart and the width and the breadth of your, of your life and your calling and your identity, but now you are prepared to manifest 
who God has turned you into in the world's eyes because God wants to take you and use you in the marketplace. He wants to use you at work. He wants to use you in the creative industries and arts. He wants to use you in the automotive businesses. He wants to use you in the construction world to give him glory and to bring people to him. Can I hear an amen? So I'm going to give you from Isaiah 53, three perspectives that also turn into three approaches, action points, things you can actively do according to God's word that will take you three steps closer to your now season. It will prepare you. Are you ready? If you're ready, let me hear you say, yeah. Okay. Step one is this. Let's look at the scripture. It says, sing, O barren one. Somebody say, sing. He who did not bear break, or she who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud. First thing is this, is that this is the perspective. Perspective number one. Write it down, please. Get this in your spirit. The Lord has given me this. It's for you. You're, listen, you hear the right voices, you'll make the right choices. I love that. That's the truth. You got to get that in your spirit. Here it is. First perspective is this, is that there is a song that breaks the power of fruitlessness. There is a song that breaks the power of fruitlessness. I want to remind you, we are in a spiritual war. We are not in a practical situation. The Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood. Can I hear an amen? Listen, each one of us need to understand that one of the greatest ways that you can battle for your gift, your calling to manifest, the greatest ways is to worship God through song. Hear me today. Over and over, the people of God would sing. Second Chronicles chapter 20, the people with Jehoshaphat began to worship with the Levites, and that's how they took advantage of the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. They were able to, de to defeat these people, hear me, because there was a song within their heart. More specifically, a song in their mouth. I am telling you, you have a son that's not following God, you need to begin to sing over him and over your situation. Hear this, there is a song that produces fruitfulness in the spirit. If you're unable to make the breakthrough, hear me today, maybe with your finances and you've been struggling, there is a song to sing. Well, what is this song? It's your song, it's a new song. You need to sing over your people. Lord, I thank you that your promises are yes and amen. I thank you that you said my sons and daughters will be healed. I thank you that you said me and my household, we shall be saved. Hallelujah, Lord. See, there's faith that comes, and not only that, but you invoke and invite the Holy Spirit of God. You invite the Holy Spirit, and there is only one. You invite him into your situation. Hello? When you worship, the devil don't like it. When you worship, God shows up. When you worship, you remind the world, the devil and God, whose you are and what you're called to do. You remind them that you believe that there is a spiritual realm that can transform the physical realm in seconds if we invite him. This is supernatural wisdom. This is not some magic, this is the truth. If you maintain your connection with God, in the midst of your trouble and you begin to sing not oh god why is my life so terrible why am i so dumb blah blah no but you begin to sing lord i thank you that i'm your child and you said you'll provide all my needs lord you begin to praise him like that and sing that song those walls will fall down because the bible says without faith it's impossible to please god and when you please god no good thing will he withhold from those who love him those who love him are by default 
pleasing him in essence to the fullest degree. He loved, listen, no good thing will he withhold from those who love him. That word love is talking about love in action. Love in action pleases the Lord. I'm not simply pulling these things out. I am telling you, beloved, if you obey the Lord your God, through singing these songs of obedience and singing these songs of truth, faith will rise and he will not withhold one blessing from you. No good thing will he withhold from those who love him. Faith in action. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. When you sing the word of God, faith rises. Not only that, the Holy Spirit is infusing every aspect of your life. Beloved, I'm telling you, you need to sing and worship more. As you worship, it will literally be. You don't need a guitar. You don't need Hillsong United. Just sing. Sing, sing, sing. And make music with the heavens. You got to sing, beloved. You got to sing. Hear me. If you want to see breakthrough, you need to realize there is a song that will defeat your barrenness. That joy will begin to bubble up and things will come into alignment as you sing. I am telling you something. Some of you are, hear me, you're so carnal, you hear this, it doesn't make sense to you. I'm telling you, you don't know the Lord then. You don't know. Listen, I had a $250,000 handshake the other, the, uh, before I got my new home. Two hundred fifty in my hand said, please go buy your house. This is from God. Do you know how that happened? We just started singing. I'm not telling you stuff I don't know. Do you know what? There's songs that need to be released from your soul, not on the radio, from your soul, that show your allegiance to a God, that show your faith to the God who saved you when you were lost. And he's the same God that'll save you today as you put your faith in him. Give him praise in his house, amen? Hallelujah. God wants you to sing forth, O barren one. You who did not bear, break forth in the singing, cry aloud. Okay, the second perspective that is going to turn into an action point for you today is this, is that there is a cry. Somebody say a cry. That's it. There's a cry that brings forth labor. Somebody say labor. I remember... Um, when uh, Pastor Melanie, my beautiful wife, was uh, having our firstborn child, Ariana, beautiful little thing, and she was, she was ready. And I remember when labor came. It's usually the other way around when you have kids, though. It's usually the labor comes and then the cries happen. <laughs> Hello? Somebody with me? It's different in the kingdom. Watch. In the kingdom, you cry before the labor comes. Now the word I thought it was when I was, before I was studying this was Korah. Because there's another scripture that says, call out to me and I will show you. And there's a connection between the manifestation and the crying out. God says, call out to me, literally Korah, scream out to me. And, and he says, and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. Can I hear an amen? But as I look deeper in the scripture, that was not the word. And as I began to look at it, the word is actually teshahal in the Hebrew, teshahal. And that word literally is a little bit different. It means to cry forth and understand that your cry brings transformation. It's a spiritual cry. And it's you shouting out, hear me, similar to the Korah. But the Korah comes preliminarily usually. This sort of Korah would come and when a person is crying in faith, Lord, show us great things. And this other cry is this it's a premature labor shout watch it's you before you feel the labor pain shouting and saying ah it's reverse do you hear this today 
It's almost like you shout before your Dodgers win the, uh, the pennant. Watch. It's like before they win the World Series, you're shouting like they won. How much sense does that make in your head? No sense, but that's the way the kingdom works. This is the same shout the Lord says, shout, to, listen, to Joshua. He says, shout, and I'll give you the city. And so Joshua translated that to the people. They had to shout, and then God brought the city. But the labor pain shout, it's flipped in the kingdom of God, so you shout before the deliverance. Can I hear an Amen. A few weeks, I've been telling you in a row with this sort of wisdom on my spirit, the Lord's been telling me, tell the people to rejoice and shout to me with joy before, before they see the manifestation as if they've already seen the manifestation. Hear me in the spirit. If you're in the spirit, I need you to, hear you say, I need you to say amen. Listen, I'm telling you, the Lord wants you to rejoice and act as if you've already got the breakthrough that you don't have in the physical yet. You are closer than you've ever been. The light's shining. The, the trees are rustling. There's a wind in there. There's an excitement in the air. You can feel it. You can sense it. That boy's just not home yet. But you're believing that he's going to come home and that everything's going to turn around. I'm telling you, you need to lift up a shout and cry out to God today because he's going to bring a breakthrough in your life like you've never seen before. Shout. Shout. Amen. Why don't you take a second and just cry out to God right now. Cry out. Hallelujah. Come on, lift him up. Lift him up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Say hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah, Lord. Shout like he's giving you the city. Hallelujah. says not only is there a song of worship you should be on here why don't you stand up a little we get a little excited around here amen shake yourself the bible says to encourage yourself in the lord listen if you need to sit down sit down but stand if you're excited you you gotta live on your tippy toes and be ready for what god's gonna do can i hear an amen amen hallelujah now listen with me listen 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 i want you to keep this keep this in your spirit here there's not only a song of worship that God has for you. There's not only a cry that needs to bring forth labor. But lastly, I want you to hear this. There is a promise from God. Hear me today. There's a promise. How many would lift up their hand and say, I got a promise from God. Amen. Come on. Come on. Be bold. I want you to hear this. There's a promise from God that will not fail you. Hear me. There's a promise from God that will not fail you. God is not a man that he would lie. The Bible says he's not a son of a man that he would deceive you. The Bible teaches us that God's words are forever established in the heaven. He's not going to lie to you. If he's promised you something, you can believe him. Give him praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
there's a promise that God will not fail. Just like in the book of Ezekiel, the prophet had to prophesy to the bones and God is breathing on the dead bones today. I'm prophesying you will live again. I prophesy to the north, south, east, and west that these winds would blow upon you and that you would revive and that all that God has promised with you and promised toward you will manifest. You receive it. And the Bible teaches us that there's a cry that needs to come out of our heart today. So this is what we're going to do. We already got started on it. There's a cry that brings labor. And then there's a song of worship. We already cried out. And this is what I want you to do next. I want you to worship with me. They're going to play this progression. And as they do, I want us to sing. I'm going to ask singers, would you come back wherever you're at? Come back to grab a mic, sing loud, grab any mic that's available. And this is what we want to do. We want to sing a new song to the Lord. Can I hear an amen? This is your third action point. You need to sing to God. You need to sing gratefully. And listen, the singing is a beautiful picture here because really in the original language, it is teaching us that you should joyfully sing. I want you to understand when Hannah was praying that God would give her her son, Samuel, the Bible says that when God had blessed her, that she sang to the Lord a beautiful song of rejoicing. Can I hear an amen? And even more famous than her was the song that Mary sang when Jesus, when she was blessed blessed with the Messiah in her womb. Can I hear an amen? And and Mary raised up her voice and she gave thanks to God for the blessing that was coming. Can I hear an amen? And in the same way today, you need to lift up your voice right now and just begin to sing a song of gratitude, a song of thankfulness that listen, he hasn't, listen, he has not forgot about you. God has not forgot about you. He knows of every tear that's fallen. He knows of every desire of your heart. He knows the very fact that you bled with blood, sweat, and tears for your children to know him. And God's telling you today, listen, do not grow weary. Believe him. They will be saved. You and your household will come to the Lord. He loves you today. If you believe that, lift up your hands. And let's begin to sing a praise. Amen. Come on, sing a song to him, amen. Let's sing to him, amen. Sing. Go for it. Just sing in the microphone. Sing out to the Lord. Upstairs, downstairs, everywhere in the hallway. What a blessing it is to hang out with you every week. I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to sit with us and to sit under the ministry here at Nations Church LA. We have a vision as a multi-generational, multicultural, multi-ethnic church. We really have a vision to reach the world. Matthew 28 is our credo. We're thankful that you're a part of that as we make disciples of all nations. Amen. God bless you. Thank you again for tuning in. Can't wait to talk to you next time. And remember, keep it real with God and keep it real with others.